0: hello everyone Jane here from your way weight loss um, and I guess today we're talking about our husbands Hey leish hi Alicia was like what are we what are we saying I'm like I don't know, we're just gonna go with it and um, there's some good stuff when it comes to who we married, when we met them, um, who they are now what kind of environment they provide. I was like just thinking of all of that. And I was just writing um, one of our meetings, Leash, and it was about um, the role of our friends and family on our habits and how the desire to belong is one of the humans most desired um, affection or whatever, like feeling is to belong. And, um, I don't think people take the time enough to think about their friends, their family, their colleagues, all of their environment, like the people they hang out with, how they affect, how they behave. Massive.
1: Massive. And I'm thinking too about social media in this moment too, right? And the impact that social media can have on us and us and who we follow. Like it's the same. We need to be even, especially with this pandemic, with a lot of people not seeing all their friends and spending a lot of time on social media.
0: Who are you following? absolutely like who are you watching and who is playing a role with your thoughts who because your thoughts bring in emotions and i truly believe that we need to follow people that allow us to create like there needs to be you need to be a part of a culture like facebook instagram these are like communities like you build your community with who you follow And I think that when you follow negativity or people that are negative, it will affect how you behave and how you think and how you live your life without you, whether you notice it or not, this is happening. And okay, so let's talk about when people are like, oh, I, you know, I shut down Facebook or I shut down Instagram because it was too much. Like sometimes I'm like, it's not Facebook that's too much it's there was obviously something that triggered you to feel like it was too much and so that was a part of the community that you had built yourself like when you join Facebook it doesn't just like give you the friends you're gonna follow like you need to make those decisions and I think that your environment has a huge impact on how you see life
1: yes and how you
0: act Absolutely, Well, because
1: your thoughts are what are, are it's going to create your actions, right? So your thoughts are there. And then there's some actions.
0: And I think that like, the thoughts are really driven by emotion. So if you see a post and it upsets you, there's an emotion there. And then those bring up thoughts, like, oh, this is blah, 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 And then, like, and that's where it all starts. And then you either behave a certain way where you agree or not. And like, and what's so hard with social media right now is that both sides of the coin are out there. So whether you believe on in one thing, you will see with your eyes and read things that are completely the opposite of what you, of your belief system, like so the opposite. And it can trigger feelings and sometimes even anger.
1: Yeah. And it's like, there's something, there's an actual name for it. It's called like observation biased. And basically you will you will seek out confirmation for a theory that you have. Like you'll actually notice things more that act that,
0: that support your theory anyway. And they, and they and Facebook like loves it. Yeah. Like it, it sees what you like, like when you like something, whatever. And then it keeps feeding your timeline with that type of knowledge, with that type of like theory, I like that you said that of like how you live your life. Um, So interesting. Like I watched the social, what is it? The social something. It's a Netflix documentary. I think. Yes. And it was exactly that. Like if you like videos about dogs of whatever, it'll keep showing you that same type of content. Um, so if you end up liking things that are violent or whatever, it'll keep showing you things of that nature. It's very interesting how it keeps. And then, so you won't see the other side. You'll think everything, you know how you see sometimes like everything on Facebook is negative. I'm like, I don't see that. Like, I don't see that part, you know, maybe it's also my perception of like how life is, but maybe I get, I, I choose not to look at those things maybe. But it's very interesting, the perception of people and social media of what they see and what they, I guess, how they belong in their lives. Like, oh, I have no time for social media where I'm like, oh, it brings me so much. It motivates me. It helps me to perform. Another person could be like, not at all for me. So this was a good talk about our husbands. Oh my God. I was thinking the same thing. That was a good five minutes of just like <laughs> talk. Hi. <laughs> I told Alicia, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I, I didn't talk so much this morning. I'm very talkative. Uh, she's like, can't tell.
1: Uh, Okay, so let's start with the fact that, okay, I guess why we want to talk about our husbands is, the first of all, they're very different, which is a good point, because sometimes it's almost like we think we need the specific husband to be successful on our weight loss journey. Um, Yes, I like it. Our husbands are totally separate. But also, it is one of maybe the most common obstacles that our members bring up to us is well, what do you do when your husband's eating chips on the couch?
0: or right. my
1: husband doesn't like this food item or mm-hmm. whatever?
0: Yeah, no, you're right. And it's always like, oh, well, he won't like if I cook that, my husband won't eat it. Like there's just so many things that come up with the partner right? The partner is a huge, huge, um, trigger, or I guess either it's, it's good or bad. It's either my partner helps me to achieve my goals or my partner is stopping me from achieving my goals. And then there's a the third piece that people seem to not think that that's possible, but it's just like my partner does its own, like his own thing. And I do my own thing. But I, I do see a lot of people coming into here, my weight loss, thinking it's either my partner is all in Or my partner stops me from succeeding. I'm like, oh, there's actually a third option here where your partner does his thing and you do yours. And it's like gasping, like what? Like we could live kind of different lives when it comes to that. I'm like, you know what? I think that's what 90% of people do when it comes to, if you grew up together being overweight, you can choose that you don't want that life anymore. um, But you're going to have to create an environment that provides that, those habits, like that way of living, that normalcy.
1: And as funny as I said, our husbands are so different. As you're talking, we're actually b- both in the middle. Like, okay, my, neither of our husbands like overtly support us. I mean, they don't not support us, but they're not like, well, Jeff, you and Jeff go for walks together and run, I, Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but neither do they sabotage our efforts. But they're just like
0: there. <laughs> Exactly. I think we're option number three every day, every day. They're just there. Um, I do think that there is a piece that helps for my kind of husband. So Jeff is the kind of person that doesn't have like, let's say, okay, he doesn't put minutes aside to exercise. Right. But is also loves being active when the time arises and whatever. So like, let's say we go, we go on a vacation. We're active every morning together. He like loves that piece, but yeah, it's almost like in terms of exercise, he's almost like the perfect type of husband, because if I need him to exercise with me, he will. And he's very active and, and healthy. But if I need him to stay home with the kids so I can exercise, he will, you know what I mean? So it's good. I, and, and that's for that. He is the type, the perfect type
1: sign me up for one of those next time.
0: Okay. Exactly. Okay. Perfect. Um, but I mean, he doesn't eat what I eat and no. he does, you know, so, um, so there's that piece that some women are waiting for their husbands to be that husband. And okay. Let's talk about that. What kind of support do you need from your spouse to be the best you?
1: Are you asking like me? Personally? I am
0: asking you. I'm asking you.
1: And that's a great, great question. Uh, and you know what? I think everyone listening right now should ask themselves that same question because then you need to use your words and tell your
0: spouse. Exactly. So you need to, and and also I think there's some self-awareness. It's not just about the spouse and what you need. I think that if you sit there and you say, well, the best supportive spouse is the one that eats exactly like me and wants to come to the gym and hold my hand and blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Now we're putting too much emphasis on their role on your success.
1: I was just going to say, we need to be really clear here. When you start a weight loss journey, it is your journey or health journey. It is you, it is about you. And of course there's people in your life, like your husband or your wife or your partner who are going to be there for it, but this is your job.
0: And, okay, so let's go right into that topic that we wanted to uh, talk about, Leisha, is that we're doing it for us. Like, we're like, okay, what do we have in common with our husbands? And I'm like, I do not, I did not lose weight for Jeff. I was actually about, about like, 30 to 40 pounds heavier when I met him uh, almost 20 years ago now. What about you? you oh, my God, you were heavier.
1: I- of course. I think when Neil and I first met that I wasn't as heavy because I hadn't started camp yet.
0: Right. Okay. But you were together at your heaviest, of course.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I would say like the years of us, like in love in the summer, like I was, I was 50, 60 pounds heavier than I am now.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, so, and, and nothing, if I go back, like I started my health journey, at quite a young age, because I was chasing who I wanted to be. So it was never about a boy, although who I wanted to be was someone that boys were attracted to. I'm sorry, but that was a big part of who I wanted to be. So it wasn't like I'm doing it to have a boyfriend. But it was like, I want to be the person that I feel like I could get when I was like 14. So that was important to me. But it it wasn't like, I need this one boy to like me the way I am. It's just, it's it, it, it was all about the identity I wanted. I wanted to be able to shop and feel pretty and look good and feel like I was at my best inside and out. Now, um, I think both of Alicia and I, we keep being our best selves and keep pushing ourselves to our, our bestest and it has nothing to do with our husbands.
1: No, no.
0: Um, Although I would say that I love feeling good for him. I'm sure you love being sick. Sex- like when you like go down the stairs, I mean, although Neil is still like uh, towards you no matter what.
1: Yeah. Neil has always loved me every shape and size and never all the things, all the okay. bits uh, always. So I've always felt really actually quite pretty and good on his arm. Let's say. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But I am proud for sure. To, to be his wife, but it's definitely more, it's it's for me.
0: Yeah. Um. I, oh, absolutely. For me as well. Like, I think the, but there's a big part of like my why when I like dig deep is to feel like I am proud. No, It still, it comes back to me. Yeah. It comes back to me. I was going to say like, he's proud no matter what. I'm like a little, I'm just, you know, that he's like, Oh, so proud this is my wife. I feel like he'd be proud no matter what. But there is one little piece that just like I want to look good for my husband. Yeah, I want to look good for my husband, but there's no number attached to that. I think yeah. everyone feels that same way,
1: right? That, yeah, that's like a feeling for you. It's important to yeah. feel good with your husband. There you go. Yeah. I like it. Um, okay. So, what I wanted to say too about when you had asked me about what I needed of my partner, I, I was just thinking, What I need out of my partner is, one, to support me when I want to leave to move my body. So to not make me, now you can't make anyone feel a certain way. That is a choice how you're feeling. But certainly in the past, there's been guilt with me leaving my children to do anything. And Neil struggled with that, honestly, and and it was partly because we had three very young kids. When I started my journey, the twins were one and Alfie was three. We do not have any parents that live around us, so it was always just us. It was always every man on deck for survival. And so when I slowly started to actually be away from them for more than four minutes, he... It, and it's not like he couldn't do it; he could, but he, he just—he's like you. You love it when Jeff's at home, right? Neil is the same. He just wants me to be there,
0: right? Yes, Um, but also like there's that piece to your relationship that Neil is used to you being the meet the the the, the ringleader, like you're the person that has everything all organized, and Neil is super creative like awesome dad like loves it but he wasn't made for that like small when they're baby type phase and having three of them and then you like leaving like he like loves when you're there because he knows he feels safe when you're there i truly believe that he feels like like everything's where it's supposed to be alicia's close by if ever anyone needs you know if someone needs me and he feels good when you're there which is which is obviously super cute and and great, but he needed to learn a lot. Like he matured a lot.
1: And I had to tell him, I had like, that didn't just happen. He didn't just, all of a sudden I had to tell him and I had to tell him more than once. So, you know, the reason why we're really sharing this with you guys is because this didn't just happen where I can leave for a walk for an hour and a half and no one blinks anymore. We worked hard at that to get to the point where I don't feel guilty. He is, doesn't feel all that I'm leaving. You have to use your words and tell your spouse what you need.
0: Absolutely. And, and Neil needed experience to say, I can do this. And if you keep saying like, Oh, he can't, Oh, he struggles with it. Oh, he's not good at it. They're not going to learn. They're not going to get better at it. So, and, and basically, Oh my God, it's when I watched sex in the city and um, Miranda had separated with uh, what's his name. And then Steve. Yeah. And they had had uh, their daughter and um, or son son, I Brandy. Brandy. Okay, oh okay. So you were way more of a success than I was. Um, uh, but man, I love that joke. But I laughed when they were separated and he had the baby for one night and she had the baby for one night. That's kind of how, how they did it. And she was going out and he knocks at the door with the baby and she, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I, he was like, I can't, you can't just leave me. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And she's like, Oh, basically this is how we do it. I have it one night, try not to kill it. And then you have it the next night and you try not to kill it. And that that's just what we do. We just try. We just make sure that it doesn't die. That's all you have to do. You don't have to do anything amazing. Just make sure it doesn't die. And I laughed because I was like, that's literally it. That's your only job. Just make sure it doesn't die. That's yeah. it. Um, so and at the at the beginning we're trying to, and he probably saw you with the three kids being so amazing, right? More motherly. It's just what it is, right? And I remember Jeff telling me when I had Dia and I needed to go to the location on Saturday mornings and I would come back. He just recently told me he's like, every time you left on Saturday mornings, it's sometimes like Dia cried the whole three hours and I would not tell you. He's really good with not making me feel guilty. He would he rarely, rarely makes me feel guilty. The guilt comes from inside and I'm not a person that feels guilty a lot to be honest. Um, but there's something, there's something real about mom guilt.
1: It is real. Mom guilt is real. So real. So real. Um, so maybe I should use this similar strategy with other things that he isn't quite needs more practice with. I should just keep going, keep going, but I cared enough. I cared enough to push to make sure that I can leave without feeling guilty.
0: Okay, so that was a big part of your what the support you needed from the beginning. Yeah. I'm trying to think for me it's it, it's it's not the emotional guilt part, it's actual minutes. Like I need to be able to have minutes to go to the like it's the gym. it's the working out because it's actual minutes yeah. away from them and yeah. our families. Um, so that's a big part. It's not like exercise is everything on a health journey. It's just it's that one thing that is that does take minutes and you know what else I was thinking the other day that I'm really happy that I like set the tone for my environment to support me is I was at my mom's and I had, had supper here before going there and like no one questions me I was wondering if someone was gonna be like aren't you having supper no one questions what I eat and what I don't eat and why I'm not eating it or when I'm eating whatever and I've like set the tone of course at the beginning it's always like what are you eating what aren't you eating what I eat and blah blah, blah. Um, but it's I've been on this journey for a long time but Never does Jeff ever make me feel bad for not eating what he eats or doing my own thing. Like no one questions me, which is exactly the type of support I need. I don't need other people to eat like I eat. I just need for you to not question what I'm doing.
1: And I was just going to say that that is what you need is you need a spouse that is totally fine, not eating what you eat.
0: And it's kind of funny because sometimes it's the person trying to be healthier Wants the other people to eat like they they are eating in order for them to be successful. And sometimes in the relationship, it's the spouse that is for that is making the wife or the opposite, whatever, um, the spouse that's not on a health journey, making the person on a health journey feel like crap because they're not eating like them and they're making them feel bad. Also, j'ai pas temps pour so no nope. that makes me upset. When I hear a member say that, my husband makes me feel guilty for not eating like him like like crap because it makes him feel bad oh excuse me. oh that gets to me
1: and again you need to have a conversation with okay, I like that you you know you need to tell them um and you also need to dig deep is it important to you because it is actually important to me that i do eat the same as my family but then i tweak it do you know what i mean so like they're like I yeah you're
0: actually not forcing them to not you know, not have the potatoes or a little bit less or not have them because you can't, you know what I mean? Exactly.
1: Or eat extra veggies, add a side of veggies. Like there is a way for you to eat the exact same as your spouse, as your family, and still be able to achieve your goals. So we need to just lay that one out there as well
0: actually absolutely that is possible for sure and there is also space for you if you're like that doesn't work for me i can't stop my portions which is my story it is very okay for you to say i'm gonna eat differently than my family because i want this type of lifestyle and it is okay and it doesn't make you not um because sometimes it's like oh my god like I'm like, I'm pretty sure that if we sit at the table and I have a salad and he eats whatever, that that that's not the reason why someone would get divorced. You know what I mean? Like it has nothing to do with the love that you guys have. Like you can eat different things. It's just we grew up in that type of, um, I guess, uh, tradition or type of thinking. Like, you need to, like, sit there and have all, like, you don't have to do that. If that doesn't work, if in the end the results that, of doing that doesn't allow you true happiness, following what you need, getting your results, then switch it up. You switch know? it
1: up. And yeah. um I, I do need to say, too, that Neil is amazing about what I cook. He legit right. would never complain about anything. He is always happy. I could be like, I could give him, I could say, we're going to be vegetarians. He'd be like, okay. Like he, <laughs> every, every once in a while, he just opens his lunch bag and sends me a picture of a thumbs up. He's like, it's like a, they say it's like Christmas day every morning in the lunch
0: room. He, he needs you. You've like created that environment for him. He feels like you like, you've got this, you know, that's why at the, at the beginning it was hard for him to not have you around. Um, and I love that you pointed that out because you know what i was thinking the other day jeff embraces how i cook and i'm doing a little cool thing for him as well he never makes me feel bad for like oh on like tonight i'm like Getting something from sobe's although it's closed, but whatever I'm getting something from the freezer And I like cook up some things that are very simple very esclave. Okay, yeah. not fancy at all and he's always like thank you so much Like he's just like it's like as long as there's like food and I and sometimes it's eggs and toast like that Is your supper today eggs and toast and so at least he doesn't make me feel bad like on top of me being simple we all know I'm simple that He's not like I want a home cooked meal like he didn't marry that wife that is not the person you married. There is no home cooked meal. There is no water boiling maybe. There is no meat in the oven like that that's just not what's going to happen, right? And I do I do thank my lucky stars that I have my mom that cooks for him like 50% of the time these home cooked meals so he has that 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 feeling and his mom as well drops off with his, her lasagna or like some, some of his favorite, um, recipes that he likes from his mom. Um, but he never makes me feel bad for the type of, I guess the type of cook I am for him. So So that's good.
1: We have that in common as much as we were like, Oh, our husbands are so different. They have a lot in common. They actually do. Yeah, they they the commonality, though, is the support and not the how they support because how we need support is different. But it's they 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 support. You're
0: right. And I think that's a big part of why we keep being successful is we have we do have an environment each and our environments are different. Very. We each have an environment that we though created. Let's be real. Like I was so honest with my husband from the beginning that this is not the wife you're marrying. So he does not expect a home cooked meal. So he's very happy with his chicken burgers.
1: <laughs> I thought <laughs> you were going to say this is the reason we stay married. I'm like, maybe,
0: but maybe, I mean, at the end of the day, we do have happy marriages and, and husbands that know fully what to expect from us. And we've been wives and women that have like put out there what we need to be happy and what i do every day and how i show up
1: with my husband as a wife is what i want how i want to show up i am doing that
0: for me and not for him absolutely and so i i mean maybe from the beginning we were those types of women um so they knew what they were getting into um and this makes me a little bit think of Kat and Nat, how they like are like oh my god our husbands totally know like they knew that they married into this like relationship and they knew that we're Kind of all over the place. Well, I think our husbands knew the type of wives they, you know, and because we, from the beginning, I truly believe I was like so honest with like the type of person I was with Jeff that maybe that's why we're, we're still good after all this time. I never like did what society told me to do to like make a man happy. I was just like always myself. This is who I am. This is how I like it. This is how I don't like it. And I think that's why now we can kind of be together while being our true selves
1: yeah. Cause that would get exhausting if you were faking it it years yeah. and years and years go by. And then you're like, nah,
0: so much meat burnt.
1: Um, so much. <laughs> I feel like you would probably actually poison someone. Like it would absolutely.
0: Be- <laughs> um, we, there's a funny story that comes with this about, um, me putting, uh, the potatoes from the Sobeys in the oven, but didn't take the plastic. So everything melted through the thing. Something funny happened. At one point in our relationship, when I was trying to be that wife. Okay. And I tried. I really did like, I guess it would have made me proud, but then I realized that it wasn't who I was and it wasn't allowing me to succeed with my health goals goals when I'm that type of wife. So it was like, okay, like I'm stopping this. And he's like, I could not care less if you make chicken burgers for supper, as long as there's food on the table. And I find that pretty awesome because he grew up with a mom that fed him potatoes and you know, all the, the gravy and the thing like, imagine me making gravy, where to even, what am I even putting in the pot? what is in there I mean you can make
1: gravy from just water in a package so like I believe in you
0: okay what well, I have to find this package obviously they sell it at Toby's. oh my god guys I feel like you need to be in my brain sometimes but like I find different things and I'm like oh this is gonna be your supper he's like so excited I'm like oh I'm gonna make this and he's like what's for supper?" I'm like one of these packages the Knorr things and a chicken burger
1: I think it's great. I'm having a moment. I feel like the next time we're together, we should cook something together. I should get you in my cook kitchen making something.
0: Oh, that would be fun. Let's do it. That would be a great IGTV. That would be so fun. Okay. Um,
1: okay. One last thing before we close this up. Let's talk okay. about when our husbands do eat at night. I mean, not there's anything wrong at night, but that tends to be the time where the danger food comes out and we're sitting on the couch, we're watching TV, Neil's eating whatever, Jeff's eating is chocolate muffin with ice cream does he eat the or, or ritz
0: and peanut butter and a peanut yeah, so monday so like tonight we're filming this on a monday he will be eating his and he's like he's like a little prince like he tends sends me a text it's snacky time around 9 15 and so i get it ready for him
1: see that's your wifey moment
0: i'm such a i'm such a good wife guys um he is my little like for sure it's just it it's okay it's because what is considered it's like the way our relationship works, right? For other couples, what's considered you being a good wife could be is, is completely different than someone else, right? Um, so anyway, so I get his snack, you ready. So that's like the double chocolate muffin from Costco with ice cream on top. He, apparently, I'm the only one that can put it in the microwave. And um, all the other nights is like either Pringles or Ritz and peanut butter, beer. That, yeah, that, those are his go-to's.
1: Um, and so Neil eats, sometimes he eats like really like, we don't have like bad food. We don't have like that kind of,
0: it's Ritz and peanut butter. So obviously there's no like, you know, like Lay's chips.
1: Exactly. So Neil will do the same. He'll kind of scavenge and find his thing. (laughs) Um, I do not personally struggle with not eating what he's eating. Do you struggle with that?
0: You know what? And I find that interesting on your end because I'm so used to that's my life all day. So I'm used to that all the time. I never right. eat what just eats. So that for me makes sense that even if he eats at night, that's how we live our lives. But for you, you're used to like eating what your family eats. So like maybe you've attached it to like the time of the day you usually don't eat at night. Does Do you think that's why you're being successful?
1: That's exactly it. It's a habit. So, yeah. you know, anyone listening that is really struggling with it when their spouse is eating at night and they're not know that it's just it's not the act of them eating at night. That's causing you issues. It's that you have created a habit of also eating at night, what you're supposed to be eating.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So when people are like, Oh, I know exactly what my issue is. It's when my husband eats chips at night, I'm like, Oh, you're not overweight because your husband eats chips. You're overweight because you eat chips and other things. But you know what I mean? Like, but we're blaming their actions for our lack of success. And it's like, no, your actions are your lack of success. So you need to stop that habit. If that's, if, If that's what you think is not allowing you success, of course.
1: And again, a conversation, maybe ask your husband to not buy your favorite chips. Um, Tell them you're trying not to eat the chips, you know, ask them to keep the chips in the garage, all of these things.
0: Basically this whole podcast was a session of uh, marriage counseling and it's about freaking communication. Use your words. Use your words. And why are you so darn afraid of your husband? And telling him how you think I see that all the time and whether they're young, I think I see it more often in older couples um, because they've been with them for so long and they're like so used to the same thing and they're like almost afraid to change their routine. But like at the end of the day, like you have one life to live. Like, I think it's so like, I, anyways, I think that communicating and being yourself are the two things that are good going to allow you true success. long lasting not just like faking it
1: in your marriage and your weight loss journey
0: guys (laughs) Exactly. Okay. This was a great talk. Okay. They learn more about like how we deal with our husbands, but also uh, how our husbands are different slash similar. And you, what we're saying to all of our listeners is you need to look into your own relationship, your own type of husband type of partner and say, what do I need to feel supported? And please, if you see that you're always pointing the finger of what they need to do, to feel supported, you need to start looking into the mirror and saying, okay, what, I, what do I need to do to feel supported? And maybe it's a conversation about the type of time you need or the type of uh, support, the type of support. And I'm sorry, support is not them holding your head. That is not what you need.
1: People <laughs> hold hands.
0: No, but as in holding your hand, like, uh, oh, come, let's not yeah. eat this, let's eat that, yeah. like them telling you what to do is like saying that you need a meal plan to lose weight. Like that is not what you need. No. Do okay. You hold cool. hands.
1: Wait. Do you hold hands still?
0: Uh, no, we do not. Okay. It's it's almost like awkward. Yeah. Is that sad?
1: No, nope, me neither.
0: I'm team okay. no. No hold. Don't touch my and hand. I, no, I cannot see you holding hands with Neil. That's for sure. Jeff and I are more touchy feely than you and Neil. I would you agree? In like, not a negative way. Like we're more like kissy kissy in front of the kids and like rubbing and like, we're more like, you know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Like I've never seen you like kiss Neil, like in public. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I, it's the holding hands. We used to do that all the time when we were younger and now we get sweaty. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. Good talk, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.